Walk in Truth Radio. Thank you and blessings from Scripture and Healing. I appreciate your favoriting my podcast and your latest episode. It's so encouraging and it reminds me to stay connected with the Lord. And I want to thank you for putting out the Word of God and to encourage because in this world it's very easy every day to lose courage. God bless your day and God bless your ministry and God bless you. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walk in Truth with your one-minute encouraging word for Wednesday. Newsflash, we're not going to have a normal one-minute encouraging word, but I want to tell you about a testimony. Last night at Bible study, the eve of the coldest day in St. Louis, we were talking about the book of James. We had been studying about not showing any partiality towards people who are affluent. That's what James was talking about in chapter 2. It was telling us that we should pay more attention to everyone and make everyone equal and show favor to all that come into our presence. Chapter 1 told us that if we want to practice a religion that was undefiled before God, that we would take care of the widows and the orphans and stay abstain from the world. Always look after those who are afflicted. So James is the book of God's plan for welfare, taking care of each other. Remember back in the day, that's what churches used to do. And it's amazing how God tests us because he says, count it all as joy when we fall into different tests. And what better test than to test us on our ability to be gracious and merciful and love on a stranger. All of a sudden, the back door opened to the church and there was this big guy there. And he asked, could he come in and warm himself? Remember, I said this was going on the eve of the coldest day of the year in St. Louis. We're talking about single digits. So the temperature was dropping fast and it was nighttime. It had already started. He didn't have a coat on. He just had a hoodie and he wanted to come in. He was a big guy like myself. But it was interesting because our first reaction was the door should have been locked just for safety precautions. But the Lord knew he wanted to test us. And of course, I'm so proud of the ones that were at Bible study. We rose to the occasion, and I said, come on in, have a seat. We didn't direct him to a certain position in the church. He actually came, sat right in front of me, and I went on with the lesson. <coughs> Excuse me. He began to cry. He began to sob. And one of the sisters brought him some tissue. And after the lesson, we began to inquire about him. His name was Jeremy. He had finished 14 years behind the walls. That's the penitentiary here in Missouri. He was a level five inmate. That means he was a top security risk. He had 44 days left before he finished his parole. He said he had never tested dirty, meaning that he had never did drugs since he'd been out. But things were getting kind of rough and tough for him, mentally and emotionally. He had tried to reach out to the system, the secular system, but they told him he was too stable for any help. His parole officer hadn't got back with him. He just needed someone to talk to. 
And from where he said he walked, he didn't really know the neighborhood. And he just said he walked and walked until he saw that the church was open. Well, you know what? He passed up many churches. I'm not saying that there was no, there was something wrong with that. But, you know, back in the day, churches used to be a sanctuary that stayed open 24 hours a day. It just happened to be our night to show the love. And we loved on him and we cared for him. And we asked him, did he have anywhere to go? Remember again, this is on the eve of the coldest night. So he said that he had a girlfriend and that he did have a place that he was working. But it's just the things that he was thinking about. So one of our saints, who's an attorney, reached out to him and said, give me a call tomorrow and we see if we can find some resources for you. But for now, our biggest concern is that you have somewhere to stay tonight to stay warm. And we all began to think, well, he said he could call his girlfriend. And what we did was direct her to the church. When she pulled up, he, he called. she called for him and he went out and I walked him to the door. And I gave him my card and told him to call me today and we'll see what we can do for him. But our goal for Brother Jeremy is let him make it past the 44 days. Not only does he need to pass the 44 days to reach his freedom, but he needs to live a productive life. He's paid his due to society and he needs a second chance. So for those saints who understand about second chances, please pray for Brother Jeremy because he is a brother in Christ. I did ask him about his salvation and it was clear that he was a brother that's just fallen to diverse temptation. He done some things that he should not have done and he paid his price. And now it's our turn to show him the love of Christ and find the resources for him. He has a job and he's doing well. It's just that the pressures of life are coming down on him and he has nowhere to turn. But thank God, there was a small church that was open and a few people at Bible study that he could turn to and come in and ask, could he warm himself? He could have been an angel and God testing us to see if we understood and put into practice what we had learned. Were we doers of the words and just hearers only? No, I'm glad to say Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church with a few of us there, and I was the only male, rose to the occasion and showed our wayward brother some love. Again, pray for Jeremy that he contacts us today so we can extend ourselves and do what God has called us to do. Not only look after those who are in the body, but look after those who are wayward in the body and need our help. This is Pastor Jay with Walking Truth with your one-minute encouraging word testimony for Wednesday. I always want you to be encouraged and blessed and be at peace. And please pray for our brother Jeremy. Talk to you on the other side.